Welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, and in this podcast, we talk about all things that I am an expert in or have an interest in, such as language learning, health and fitness, global and societal issues, or whatever I feel like talking about on that particular day. All right, enjoy. Hello, everyone. This should be an interesting episode because I'm going to be talking about swearing and whether or not I should stop swearing, just me personally. And it's funny because as I was... um, preparing to do this episode it's really funny like i do episodes you know every day for anywhere between like 10 to 30 minutes usually and a lot of them i don't even really write notes for or anything or make like any sort of an outline and then like i started going through what i was going to talk about just in my head with this one and and then i'm like i started like writing a few things down and then i was like actually kind of researching the history of, of swear words curse words and like all of a sudden i ended up with this like list of things on my little outline here that's like way longer than than most of the episodes <laughs> it's like it's really funny how the episode that's going to be about swearing is like it has like way more notes about it than episodes that are about like holistic health and fitness and about like religion and modern society and about like you know are the rich getting richer or the poor getting poorer like, like swearing is the one with all the most that i have the most notes on um so the reason i wanted to do this episode and just i'm considering this in my life is because especially as someone who who puts out a lot of content and speaks a lot let's be honest i mean i you know i speak on the internet a lot by putting out a podcast episode every day and by posting content on my instagram uh every day where i speak um and then i just i you know i speak a lot with people we all talk a lot right uh and i've gotten to the point you know at 34 years old now where especially over the past five years or so I swear pretty frequently, not that often on the podcast, not that often like on my Instagram and obviously not like in related to work things, but like in my personal life, I swear a decent amount. All my friends will tell you this and, um, you know, even in certain work situations and everything like that, um, or not really work situations, but on the podcast, you've definitely heard me swear uh, plenty of times. If you've listened to this, I swear a decent amount. You know, I swear a decent amount and I have no shame about it. And, uh, you know, I would say part of the reason is just because I'm, you know, I'm not a, well, I'm not a particularly religious person, although that's a topic that I revisit for different reasons at different times in my life. Uh, but essentially, I started asking myself, you know, what what would life be like? Like, what would I be like as a person if I stopped swearing? And I'm, I'm strongly considering this. I'm strongly considering just literally stopping swearing almost cold turkey and not using any more curse words in you know english my native language or really any other languages now there's a whole side point about swearing in a second language i always discourage people uh from swearing especially in their second language um but anyway that's a whole uh, other topic for another day and we probably should just swear less in our first language as well Okay, I'm in, I'm interrupting. I'm interjecting and interrupting myself. I had recorded everything, and then I went back afterwards, and I'm putting this extra little part in here because I had forgot to put this. And this is like one of the most important things that led to this decision is that Spotify did this new thing recently where they're asking every episode, does your episode include explicit content? And there would be a lot of times where I would be like, well, wait, oh, wait, I said like two swear words in 45 minutes. Okay, I guess. I guess I have to put that it includes it includes explicit content, I guess. And, but finally, I just got to the point where I'm like, ugh, 
I hate having to to put the explicit content thing on so many of these episodes that like basically don't contain any of it. Maybe I should just stop swearing. That way, I don't have to put that on there, and then Spotify will give this episode to more people, or you know, whatever. You get my point. So I had forgotten to add that part. I've recorded the whole episode, and then I remembered this after, so I put it in here at the beginning. Uh, anyway, so here's the rest of the episode that I had, uh, you know, already recorded. Um, and I guess the reason that I got to thinking this way is because I started asking myself, you know, okay, I swear a decent amount. You know, yeah, I'm not doing it in really an offensive way ever. Sometimes you could argue argue it's borderline funny depending on the situation. Um, but I, I started thinking like, well, number one, is it really that funny? Like when I swear, is it really that funny? Is it really that necessary for me to say the swear word? You know, am I really that entertaining and funny when I swear? And even though most people aren't going to be offended by it, I certainly could be uh, putting some people off by using swear words. You know, I have a few friends who I know, for example, who don't swear at all, either for religious reasons or whatever reason. And I guess the, the bigger thing that I started thinking is, um, you know, as I grow both, let's call it metaphorically and, you know, literally and figuratively, and I try to speak to a larger and larger audience, I want to make sure that I'm able to communicate in a way that as many people as possible, uh, you know, are, are, are going to listen and accept it. I want, I want to be able to communicate with as many people as possible, and I don't want to turn people off. It's, it's kind of funny because, like, and I've actually heard some, you know, much larger name influencers, so to speak, than myself say this, is that, you know, when y your message is different, the way you speak is different when you're communicating to a larger audience. And this is not something that I'm that worried about right now, okay, because I don't have that big of an audience in any of the, uh, you know, the, um, the platforms that I speak on, but it's something I'm considering because I obviously want to keep growing and growing my audience, and so I need to improve my communication and make it so that it's acceptable by a wide range of people, okay? Now, you might say, like, oh, what, are you going to be like a politician now, you know, pol politicians trying to speak in a way that would never offend anybody, you're going to be all politically correct now, and then like, hold on, I'm not going to be all totally politically correct, but I just feel like most of the time when I use swear words, it's just not really necessary, it's just like me using it as like a filler word, it doesn't add that much emphasis to what I say, it doesn't make it that much more entertaining, and it... I mean, and, and now, like, in my original analysis of this, I was like, okay, there's, yeah, there's no cons. If I stop swearing, it's all pros. It's all good. There'd be no negatives. Now, interestingly enough, now that I think about this more and I kind of researched this, I know it sounds funny to say I researched swearing and cursing and the pros and cons, um, but there are some positives from swearing that I hadn't really thought of that much. That doesn't mean that I'm going to, you know, uh, that I'm going to go totally against what I'm saying. I do. I, I, I have. I haven't fully decided yet. I haven't fully committed to this. It's just something that's going around in my head to totally stop swearing. Um, and I'll get back into like the you know the possible pros, the good things that can come from swearing in a few minutes here. But like I said, the, the main point, the main reason that I'm that I've got this idea in my head that I should start swearing is just because I want to be able to appeal to as many people as possible. And I feel that the way that I communicate now, which is by using a decent amount of profanity, a decent amount of swear words, especially when I'm talking, you know, just among friends and whatever, I feel like even though most people would not get offended or would not care, I feel like there's a small percentage of people who might. And once you get onto a larger, larger 
larger scale. You know, if instead of speaking to 50 people, you're speaking to 50,000 people, well, now it's a big deal. If only three or four of those people were going to be offended or, you know, turned off the first time, now if you go to 50,000 people, there's three or 4,000 people that you've just turned off. You get my point? Um, so I'm just trying to make it so that I'm as acceptable as possible by as large of an audience as possible. It's the same reason. <laughs> it's the same reason that I decided to finally get a TV and a couch and a Netflix account as I'm dating women, okay? Because <laughs> even the, you're like, what is he talking about? <laughs> because am I a person who cares at all? Like my lifestyle has nothing to do with watching TV or sitting on couches or watching Netflix, okay? Um, but the, like everybody who knows me knows that I finally gave in and got a TV and a couch and Netflix because most women are just going to require that when they start dating you. I finally just gave up because I have like other friends who will say like, well, you know, you should just be trying to date someone who's going to accept you for who you are. You know, you don't, if you, if a girl is going to need Netflix and a couch and TV, you just shouldn't be going <laughs> to, my, my theory after plenty of dating is you don't want to, you, you want to be as acceptable as possible to as many people as possible going into it, okay? Because if I don't have a TV couch and Netflix or just some of those basics, then 30, 40, 50, 60% of women or whoever it is, whatever percentage will be immediately turned off right when they walk into my place, right? Same thing if I'm recording a podcast and I've got, you know, uh, 100 people listening to it or something like that, and I use two, you know, I drop two F-bombs within the first minute or two, probably 10 out of those 100 people are just going to turn it off just based on that because they don't like hearing the F word, for example. Just an example, okay? And I know it's a really ridiculous comparison to say, well, this is the same reason I got I got a TV couch and Netflix for the ladies. But it's the same type of thing. I'm trying to make sure that I'm as acceptable as possible by as broad of an audience as possible, okay? Now you guys are just going to think I'm a womanizer. You're saying, oh, you just want to bring as many women as possible in there? That's not what I'm saying, okay? What I'm saying is I want to be Dateable. I want to have an opportunity possibly to get into a relationship with as many women as possible. Not all at the same time. Okay, I want to be, you get my point. All right, just, I don't, I don't need to express it any more than that. All right, so you don't want to lose opportunities. Does that make sense? Same thing here. Now, one other thing that, that I just think that's interesting for me in this whole conversation about not swearing, improving our communication, uh, reaching a broader audience is, for me, I actually am actively trying to improve my English. And this is something I had never really thought of that much, just because as a native English speaker who speaks four other languages now, who learned four other languages, I never really cared that much about my English. Like, and I'm certainly not, well, I'm actually not even a language major, and I'm certainly not an English major, I'm certainly not an English professor. I certainly, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm a college-educated American. <laughs> we could debate whether or not our English is good, um, but, you know, my English is nothing spectacular. Sure, it's, it's you know, I speak pretty well because I'm a native speaker and whatever, right? <laughs> but I'm certainly not an English, college-level English professor, but I am actually trying to actively improve my English now because I've realized the importance of that when you're putting out a message to a broad audience. Not only should it be easy to understand, but it also should be somewhat articulate and eloquent on certain subjects. Um, and it's something that I never really thought of that much before just because as a second language learner, learning Spanish, Portuguese, Arabic, French, I, I always thought of like, oh, any native speaker is the gold standard. Does that make sense? Like I, I just think of like native speakers as like, oh, well, uh, you know, once you get to a native level, air quotes, you are 100%. Native speakers are 
They're, they're the 100%. That's what you want to get to, right? Because ultimately, I never cared, like, when learning Spanish or learning Portuguese, Arabic, French, never have cared about, like, being able to, be, to, to speak or write in a real scholarly way. I'm only just trying to be able to communicate as well as possible and seem like more of a native speaker, okay? Which is why I always said, oh, well, once you speak like a native, even if the native speaker is not that good, you're 100% fluent. Right um, now, of course, there's a wide range of differences in language level, if you want to put it that way, among native speakers. And that's why I say that right now, you know, like my English, for example, if you were to put me on one of those like international language roundtables or something like that, like my English is probably like a four out of five. OK, like they have these for like government jobs and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm a native speaker. I'm an educated native speaker um, and everything like that. But it's probably it's not even like a five out of five. I think to get a five out of five, you, you literally have to have the level of like a college professor. Um, and so the point is, is, I've actually been working on improving my English as well recently. Now I'm not taking courses or anything like that. I'm just kind of I've listened to a few of the pod, podcasts that I've recorded, listening to the way I speak a little bit more often. Also trying to just follow some other people who are very good speakers uh, because ultimately I've realized it's not just like one and done like oh you're a native speaker of this you're perfect <laughs> you know you um, <laughs> there, there are many differences between uh, a native speaker who well could use a lot of profanity doesn't pronounce words properly uh, has bad grammar and is lazy about it versus one who actually speaks very well. And I'm not saying I'm, you know, that guy who speaks very well yet, uh, but I'm working on getting there. And honestly, probably like, uh, you know, if we have uh, native, um, you know, uh, British English speakers from the UK listening to this, they're probably like, well, you're never going to get there because you have that American accent and you guys just pronounce things wrong, which you could make that point. But anyway, but I think that you guys pronounce things wrong sometimes. So let's, let's duel it out sometimes. Let's, let, let's, let's arm wrestle to figure that out. But um, so, yeah, I mean, there's all this, these thoughts in my head about like how to improve the way that I communicate. Right. Uh, and obviously part of it now is like, well, should I swear less or should I never swear? And so then I got thinking to myself, like, OK, well, if I do this, see, I'm someone who, with, with like certain things I commit to. I get to be kind of like black and white with it. You know, I'm like, well, we're either all in or we're not going in at all. And so when I think about like not swearing, I'm like, OK, if I'm going to tell people that I'm not going to swear, that means I'm not going to swear at all. Like, I'm not even going to say an F-bomb under my breath at any point. Like, I'm not going to do it. And so, it'd be like, it's a big commitment for me. Um, and it's funny because I kind of like, I always have these little daily commitments on my, my calendar. You know, these little things that I do every day or a few things that I don't do nowadays as well. And I'm like, let's try this out. Let's try this out for a week or two. So, like, right now I have on my calendar for every day this week, you know, no swearing. No swearing allowed. Okay. And um, I realized, like, wow, this is tough because even like there are so many just little like instinctive reactions when like something will happen and I'll be like, ah, or oh, what the? F <laughs> like, it happens a lot throughout the day. Now, obviously, it's a bit easier because when you think about this, like, we always we always are catching ourselves if we're in like a professional or formal setting. You're not going to accidentally be like, ah, or ah, and then actually say the word when you're in like a meeting with your boss. Probably not, you know, like, so we all have the ability to catch ourselves quite often. But like when you're someone like me who just like, who kind of swears fairly regularly throughout their day-to-day -day life um, and doesn't really filter yourself unless you totally have to, it's really weird to sit there and say, no, I'm not going to swear at all. 
I'm not going to do it at all. So it's, it's really tough. I've been like catching myself on this. And like I said, I haven't fully made a commitment to like, no, I'm never swearing anymore again. Right. But it's something I'm really considering. And ultimately it's one of those things where I feel like it might improve my life. Um, just well, for the reasons I've cited and just because I'm a big believer nowadays in like the changes we make little by little to become the person that we want to become often it's not about adding more things. It's oftentimes not about adding more things or doing more things. Sometimes it's about deleting things, okay? It's about taking things away. It's about not doing things, about what we don't do anymore as opposed to what we do do, okay? Little things like, well, in this case, not swearing. I've talked in this podcast before about not masturbating, not watching pornography, little things like that, okay? I mean, for some of you, if it's a fitness thing, it might be not eating chocolate cookies at 11 p.m. or whatever, little things like that. It's, it's going to be more often about what we don't do and commit to not doing and what we remove than what we are adding or what we are doing, okay? Um, so that's another interesting point about this. And like when I, when I think about swearing, because like I said, I was um, I, I was kind of researching this, and um, like I was asking myself, like, so where does it come from, or like who who decided this? Because that was always the biggest thing for me to begin with. It's like, well, why is like why are these considered swear words? Why are these curse words? Why are these words bad and these other words are okay? Like who decided this stuff? And I actually still don't really have that much of an answer to that, even after my limited research, but. Um, like that was my thing is it's always like these these are words like th- these are words this is not going to be like a, an actual this is not a real problem I mean we have the saying in English sticks and stones can break your bones but words can never hurt you right like it shouldn't be a big deal and, and like to me it was always just like some arbitrary thing it's like who decided that that F-U-C-K was a bad word like who I think what <laughs> it's just all like a weird human made invention that's like okay I guess uh, but then we could get into like you know the inventions of language anyway and stuff like that but like it seems seems to me based on my research that it's it is just it's it's mostly like a religious type of thing i mean you could correct me if i'm wrong but it seems like that's where most of the origin of swear words or curse words comes from um and and like what is it i I believe i was researching it's you know it's from latin so the word profane or profanity right which is swearing profane means like outside the temple or outside of the religious setting Right. And then, you know, they're talking about in the three major Judeo Christian religions, you know, Christianity, Judaism and Islam, you know, you know, about the rules around swearing and how they how it all got started. But like it's so it seems like it's mostly a religious thing, like it it originated from religion saying, no, you can't do this. And like and we, we could debate all day. Um, whether or not religion itself is useful. And this is actually something that I really, really go back and forth on. I genuinely do. Like, I want you guys to understand that when you listen to this podcast and you hear me talk about some of these, I don't know, I'll call them controversial topics like religion itself. When you hear me talk about this stuff, I come at, come at it from a place of like genuine curiosity about trying to understand what is the best way for me and for all of us to live our lives. And obviously there's individual variants, but like religion is one where I really go back and forth with. I really do, um, and I don't consider myself religious right now. If you if you ask me just like straight up, do you believe in God? The answer I would give you is no, I'm not really convinced. Uh, now, with that in mind, I've talked about this before too, is I do sometimes consider just converting to being a full-blown believer in a religion because even, you know, whether it's Christianity, Islam, or whatever, I mean, I'm still Christian, I guess, by birth and upbringing, but 
just just because I feel that religion, for example, in spite of all the things that I question with it, like I question the story around it, I question like what is the use of everything they do. I do think that there's a lot of value in the principles that you get from it. And I also think there's just a lot of value. Like if you did live your life, even if I disagree with some of the things that, you know, the religion tells us, if I did live my life based exactly on those principles and doing what they say that a religious person from that religion should do, I would probably be living a good life and would be making improvements in the world and probably making things better for people around me and then my eventual children and everything like that, theoretically, which is why sometimes I say to myself, maybe I should just go on and be full-on religious because I really like the principles that can be taught by religion when you follow it, particularly when you follow aspects of it in a strict way. Now, we could debate for years and years about whether or not, you know, religions, especially like Christianity nowadays in the U.S., can even be considered a religion because it's so far off from like what the origins of Christianity was supposed to be. But but anyway, that's another topic for another day. The point is I do like the discipline. I like the teachings that come with religion. Um, and, and just like back to the topic of swearing, you know, like let's say, okay, so let's say I decide that I'm done swearing, right? Like my mom would probably love me. She, <laughs> I like this is one thing, like because I'll admit, like I swear, I swear in the presence of my parents fairly regularly. Um, you know, my dad, I don't think my dad cares. I mean, he's less religious in general. My mom, I, I think she cares and doesn't like it that much, but she doesn't really say anything, and she'll occasionally say a swear word too, not very often. But I think she would probably like it better if I didn't. Um, who knows? Maybe she'll listen to this. But, but you know, her quote was always like, um, you know, with, with her with her Texas accent, it was always, "Honey, people who swear a lot is just because they're too stupid to think anything else to say." And it's like maybe yeah, like maybe sometimes I am just too stupid to think of anything else to say. But it's but really, it's not even that. It's honestly, you're just like. A lot of times when I throw in a swear word, it's because I'm trying to be funny or entertaining. But it's just probably not even anyway. You know, like I've I've heard people talk about um, like Joe Rogan podcast, right? If you listen to the Joe Rogan experience, Joe Rogan's arguably the most famous podcaster in the world. And he'll swear on his podcast sometimes, depending on the context, depending on who he's with, how much weed they've smoked or drinks they drink. No, but um, but he swears fairly regularly on there. And people will say, you know, yeah, he does a great job because he um, he does it in the right context. He does it in a way that's slightly funny and it just fits. It fits the way he speaks and he's very relatable to the average person. Um, and I totally agree with that. I do totally agree with that. And he's obviously, he's a, he's a professional comedian and everything as well. And, you know, so the way he does it is extremely appropriate and most, like, it probably turns on more people than it turns off. Does that make sense? And so part of me is like, well, maybe I should just use that philosophy for myself and keep swearing. But then I also say to myself, okay, well, I don't have any evidence to suggest that me swearing is useful. I don't have any evidence. There's not people like, you know, falling over laughing because of how hilarious I am when I swear. Yeah, sure. I can say a funny thing every now and then with a swear word. But like, I'm not Joe Rogan. You know, I, I don't think I don't think that I'm going to make a living as a comedian based on my use of swear words. Um, so there's that. I don't know. Um, and, and it's funny because like I started thinking about now and of course by the way i'm not gonna like let's say i do officially stop swearing for good i'm not gonna judge others who do it like i've done it for 34 years or you know since whenever i started swearing right um but like when i got into thinking about like the pros and cons because like i said i first asked myself and i'm like well no there's really not any cons you would just yeah you might gain a few more like listeners or people yeah people who want to listen to you right but then, you know, I started researching. It's like, what are the pros of swearing, supposedly? And, you know, the Internet tells me 
that <laughs> that okay in addition to having some comedic effect every now and then and being kind of funny there are okay supposedly it helps to relieve stress now i think that me and all the rest of you should have better ways of relieving stress than by swearing okay it can help people tolerate pain this is from like what is this cbc is a canadian website so maybe don't trust the canadians they probably have bad english anyway because it's mixed mixed with their french no but um so it helps people tolerate pain ease stress build and maintain interpersonal connections now that's a real thing okay i mean the tolerate pain ease stress i feel like i don't need swear words for that um to build and maintain interpersonal connections i would say is definitely a real thing just because much like alcohol and as you probably know if you listen to this podcast i haven't drank alcohol for two years either see this is i don't know i might be becoming like too much of a saint you know too much of a goody two shoes which i don't identify with i definitely do not identify with someone who is like straight laced in all areas so that's not what i'm going for with this but i don't know maybe maybe i'm going down that path without even wanting to but okay I will I will say this as it relates to interpersonal connections. We all know that drinking alcohol is useful in terms of building relationships with people. Yes, I think that the reason I don't drink anymore is because I think that the cons are greater than the pros, but I'm not going to argue with you when you tell me that, you know, alcohol is useful in certain situations to build relationships. Sure, it's overdone. By most of us, it's overdone. But alcohol is useful for interpersonal connections a lot of times. And being the person who's not drinking, even though I've gotten pretty good at it in social situations and still getting along with people, it, it can be awkward. It creates a little barrier, like of trust even. You know, it's like you don't you don't drink, like people will like lose trust in you. Like, what's your deal, you know? Um, but, but anyway, I, I do think the same thing might apply to swear words just because like if, you know, uh, yeah, since most people, especially when they're just just kicking it, you know, and hanging out on a Saturday and talking about life. See, I wanted to say a swear word right there. I wanted to say talking s h i t about life. This is this is tough. This is this is going to be tougher than I think. All right, just sitting back and you know maybe drinking and talking about life. It's normal to say swear words in those in those situations. And like when you hear another person, like let's say someone else kind of likes to swear, they hear you you swear. Now all of a sudden they're like, all right, I like this guy. Or I like this girl. You know, he's cool. She's cool. Whatever. We're cool, right? I do see the value in that, in building interpersonal connections, right? And then also it mentions here being more persuasive. Okay, now, the persuasive part obviously really depends on the context, but um, putting a little emphasis by dropping, well, not even necessarily an F-bomb, but look, yeah, dropping a swear word every now and then, I do think can help with persuasion in, in, in certain rare cases. It's not like you want to be using this in like a sales pitch for your company when you're selling computer software to someone. But like, but you know what I mean? Like if this is real talk, okay, this is real talk with you and one of your best friends in this world and you need to get a point across about something that he or she needs to do or change or whatever, uh, you know, dropping a swear word can be the right thing to do. In that case and in other cases, you know, you're a coach on a football team, dropping a swear word on your players every now and then is probably the right thing to do to persuade them to get their heads out of there and play better all right um so i don't know i mean there 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 definitely are um you know there are pros to swearing right um i don't know yeah it's a, it's a it's a tricky one um it's a very tricky one and that's why for me i'm not really decided on what to do with this yet i'm i'm kind of going to see what life is like for a short time here just without it completely um i certainly don't think like in my situation it's gonna you know anything negative isn't gonna come from it um like i said my whole thing at the beginning is like why are we 
why are we going to like discipline ourselves for something that's just like not real? It's like this this man-made invention that like, oh, this word is bad. Well, who determined that? I don't know. But it, so the whole topic is interesting for me. But where I'm at right now is I am doing an experiment, basically, where I'm not swearing at all. And might go ahead and continue that. Some maybe I'm losing a few people. And like, let's say, well, you know, out of a hundred people that might listen to this, let's say like maybe like five of you were like, oh wow, I'm happy about that. Like 93 of you don't care. Five of you were like, oh whoa, cool. That's gonna be cool. I'm glad you're doing that, Sean. And then two, you're probably like, you're not gonna swear anymore, bro. <laughs> we ain't hanging out anymore. I'm not listening to your podcast at all. Maybe I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see. But um, yeah, it's funny too, just as it relates to languages, because we're always like. People, people always love to say like, oh, well, in my language, we're the, we're the best at swearing. You know, like, oh, in Spanish, we, we swear the most. Oh, Mexican Spanish? Oh, you should hear it. And I, I actually wanted to go on a little like mini Mexican Spanish swearing tirade right there. But, but I'm not even that good at it because it's not my first language and I can't do justice to it the way, that, the way that real Mexicans could if they went off on a swearing rampage in Spanish. So I'm not going to do it because it would break my principle anyway. But it's kind of funny when people like will talk among themselves about like, well, my language you know, has the best swear words or the most swear words or it sounds the best when we swear. People in, people who speak Spanish take a lot of pride in that. I do think so. I really think so. And actually Portuguese, people from Brazil, I think they take a lot of pride in that. And I, I do think so. So I don't know. And I'm not saying that you guys should stop swearing, okay? I kind of like it when you do. I won't lie. But uh, all right, that's where I'm at with swearing. I don't know. I hope you found this entertaining, even if it didn't have um, enough F-bombs to entertain you. All right, we'll talk again soon. Peace. Love y'all.